Hello, and welcome to The First, with me, your host, Benjamin Long. With this podcast, I intend to explore the first things I and others did in our lives that became landmark moments. It may be the first time I left the country, the first time my heart was broken, or the first time I witnessed death. In this first series, I'm exploring food, both the item I ate and the moment I found myself in. I love my food. I think it's communal, I think it's sensual, I think it's therapeutic to both make and eat, and I'm always thinking about my next meal. This podcast, however, focuses on those first meals, those first times I ate something so enthralling, so meaningful, so medicinal in its healing properties that I feel compelled to share them with you. Now, one episode may be about the first thing I ate in Italy, and then the next might be the first thing I ate after a heavy night drinking. This podcast will reveal all the circumstances surrounding those monumental mouthfuls, as well as how good or bad they may have tasted. In this first episode, I'm going to talk about the first thing I ate in New York when I moved there 11 years ago, and I imagine if you're not hungry now, you may very well be by the end of this episode. So, let's dig in. The first thing I ate in New York was, inevitably, a pastrami on rice sandwich in a diner in Times Square. Coming from England and thinking about New York and its food, the first thing I ever thought of was that Scooby-Doo style stacked deli sandwich, served to you by an impatient deli man whose apron was painted with all sorts of condiments that he had so generously applied throughout his day. I came to New York to study and was meeting my parents there to settle me into my college dorms. My parents arrived early because they flew and I did not. Back then, and to a point still today, I was incredibly fearful of flying, so I took a boat. Yes, you heard me correctly, a boat, from England to New York, taking seven days and seven nights across the Atlantic. There'll be a future episode about the first thing I ate on board that boat later, so I'll go into more detail about that journey then. Once my parents picked me up from the dock and dropped my things off in my room, I was starving, and they had found just a place to satisfy my appetite. They led me into Times Square, with all its bright lights and impossibly tall buildings that I had to crane my neck just to glimpse their peaks. The streets were buzzing with people, it was wet, it was cold and loud, and I felt so out of my comfort zone, coming from the small town in England that I'd lived in all my life. Before I knew it, my parents had ushered me into a dimly lit diner that rang with the clatter of plates and the low hum of a central conversation that New Yorkers are known for. A biblical menu was thrust in front of me, a cup of ice with a splash of water was slung to my right, and an eager waiter hovered to my left. Three pastrami sandwiches, please, my father said. And before I could even look at the menu, it would snatch out of my hands as my parents beamed at me for what was to come. I'd always had a big appetite at home, but my parents kept telling me they didn't think I'd be able to finish this meal. They'd both tried it before I arrived, and said they loved it so much that they had to bring me here straight away wanting this to be my first ever meal on American soil. Soon enough, our waiter returned with three giant plates delicately balanced along his forearm. One by one, they dropped onto the table, and my first reaction was that this must have been a joke. My parents must have spoken to the kitchen the day before and told them to serve the newcomer a double-sized sandwich for us all to laugh at, and then bring the real one afterwards. I looked over at my parents, who had burst into laughter in the hopes of confirming my theory. This is a joke, right? I remember asking them, but through their fits of giggles they shook their heads and said this was the regular sized sandwich that had been ordered. Now I've got to say, it was a thing of beauty. Slabs of blushing pastrami laid on top of what was a non-existent bottom slice of rye 
as the juices from the meat had completely disintegrated the bread. The rye on top had survived the meat onslaught, but it ended up skewered by a cocktail stick and a pickle. A mountain of fries were heaped next to this cliff face of a sandwich, as well as a thimble of coleslaw for what I imagined acted as decoration. I didn't know where to begin. I tried picking it up, but the whole thing threatened to fall apart. So I sliced it into quarters to make it more manageable and got stuck in. It was unlike anything I'd eaten back home. The saltiness of the meat and the juices, how buttery and tender the sandwich felt in my mouth, the sturdiness of the top slice of rye, giving it that almost fresh taste to cut through the massacre that was happening below. It was Moorish. Even though I knew I couldn't finish it, I couldn't put it down. I think I might have finished a little over half of it, which looking back now seems like a waste. But it was so indulgent, so necessary for that cold, wet December afternoon, where a little lost boy from England was being guided through throngs of people by two beacons of light that were his parents. It was beautiful. And it was my first taste of America, in its success, in its sheer existence. It offered an immediate dopamine hit. My eyes must have been bulging, my taste buds flooded with a whole new flavor profile. I was hooked. And after that, much like my time in America, it came with a tinge of regret, as the rest of my body now had to deal with what my mouth had so thoroughly enjoyed. My parents were tucking in and shared the same sentiments as I did about the sandwich, how wonderful it tasted, and how we couldn't possibly imagine eating anything else for the next three days. Eating with people back home in England was a fundamental part of my growing up. You would spend time at the table, you would eat and talk and drink, and it wouldn't be done until the conversation stopped or it was time for bed. The pastrami sandwich in this tiny deli might have been my first meal in America, but I was shocked to see how quick the process was, how sudden the sandwiches appeared, and how quickly the check followed. That was one of the things that surprised me the most about American culture, how they treat their food and how they eat it. During my 11 years here and the lives I've crossed, the only time people really seemed to get around the table was at Thanksgiving or Christmas. In England, some families have something akin to Thanksgiving every Sunday, a Sunday roast. I certainly did, and I miss them terribly. I mean, I know people in New York who use their ovens for shoe storage. So the sandwich was a marvelous yet ominous glimpse into food culture in America. Its deliciousness, its extravagance, its cardiovascular implications, and also the cold business of it all. Time is money in American food establishments. I'm taking up someone's seat when I'm eating. I'm limiting my weight as potential tip earnings if I take my time. It's a completely different beast, and one that took me some time to wrangle. But wrangle it, I feel like I did. There'll be many more food stories like this throughout this podcast series, with a smashing of ones from other countries too, not least from my time growing up back in the UK. I really want this podcast to reveal my relationship with food, and how I believe it brings us together and allows us to share stories. I was never going to spend this whole time talking to you about a pastrami sandwich, but what that sandwich did was be the keystone to bridge my entire memory from now to then, and guide you across it, in the hopes that maybe you've had a similar experience as well. And I'd love to hear those experiences. I certainly hope that it won't just be my voice you hear throughout this series. So, if you're interested in reaching out to me, and want to share a culinary moment from your life, please do so at thefirsteverthing at gmail.com. It would be lovely to hear from you. In the next episode, I'm taking you all the way back to the first thing I ever remember eating, and how I still find myself eating that same thing today whenever I'm homesick. Thank you for listening, and I hope your next meal is even more delicious than your last. Until then, goodbye.